This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Ole Miss has played the quarterback room with the first transfer portal window now closed. It is Monday, January 23rd. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. Ole Miss ended the season with starter Jackson Dart and backup Luke Altmeyer. Altmeyer entered the transfer portal heads on over to Illinois, but heading to Oxford to play for the Rebels is Oklahoma State transfer Spencer Sanders and LSU transfer Walker Howard. Sanders, a four-year starter for the Cowboys. Walker, one of the top quarterbacks in the 2022 class. Dart, of course, the incumbent starter who threw from was 3,000 yards this past season. Three quarterbacks, only one could start. What will Lane Kiffin and his staff do at the most important position on the field? Well, joining me to discuss the quarterback movement and the outlook at the position is David Johnson of 24-7 Sports inside the Rebels.com covering Ole Miss. David, how are you? Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate you giving me some time today. Yeah, Lance, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know, what, a, what an interesting quarterback room. There's no doubt about it. Right now, Ole Miss may have, top to bottom, the most talented quarterback room in the SEC. Not that any one of these guys is the best quarterback in the SEC, but from top to bottom, one, two, three, I mean, this is a great room. And, you know, just hats off to Lane Kiffin for being able to uh, to do this because I go way back to August in conversations I'm having with coaches and staff members and things like that. They anticipated this potential problem. They felt like Luke Altmeyer would get in the transfer portal. Also, the number three quarterback this year, Kincaid Dent, recently got in the portal as well. So, you know, to be able to bring in Walker Howard and Spencer Sanders, absolutely astounding when you've got Jackson Dart, as you mentioned, almost through for 3,000 yards last year. So just a great job by Lane Kiffin, Charlie Weiss Jr., the entire staff. Yeah, certainly one of the deepest, if not the deepest quarterback room in SEC. Definitely one of the deepest uh, in the country. And, and, you know, I mentioned before, obviously, Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard. There's only one football to go around. But, you know, let's look back to before Howard and Sanders joined the program. Jackson Dart was always going to be back. It was sort of assumed that Luke Altmeyer was going to transfer. So there was the belief a transfer would have to come in to obviously provide that depth, as, as you just mentioned. But what was brought in, I think, is a little bit more than just depth, right? This is now a full-on competition. Yeah, I do think the staff decided to 
overhaul the room and and bring in some legitimate threats to challenge Jackson Dart. It's not like they just brought in some guy to sit behind him for a year. These are legitimate threats to start for Ole Miss this season. Yeah, you know, and and I think the initial train of thought was how in the heck are we going to convince a worthy quarterback to come in here and sit behind an established starter? Well, I mean, Lane basically just threw that out the window and said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go get the best quarterbacks we can possibly get. You know, let let the chips fall where they may. And, you know, the great thing is spring practice is right around the corner. Man, I cannot wait to cover what, what is going to be a quarterback battle. You know, people are anticipating it's going to be between Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders, but I wouldn't write off Walker Howard being right along in that mix, you know, as things move forward. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't either. I think there's there's a legitimate chance that that any one of the three could be the guy game one uh, against Mercer. And you look at Dart's numbers from this past season, they don't wow you, but he is a reliable guy. You know, maybe needs to cut down on the turnovers a little bit, but he's young. This was only his first full season as as the starter in every game. I know he didn't start for one game, Altmaier did, but he was the starter in obviously the majority of the games. You'd think those issues would get better as he gets older. You know, he got to Ole Miss with a lot of excitement based off of what he did as a true freshman at USC. Now, again, fighting for a starting job with the Rebels heading into the 2023 season. Do you think Lane Kiffin decided to do what he did at the position because maybe Dart's play left a little bit to be desired? Did he, I guess, not perform at the level that was expected of him coming into this past season? You know, there are a lot of ways to to kind of look at that and shake it up. You know, Ole Miss is a football team that lost five of their last six games, you know, three in a row. And to be honest with you, you know, there were a couple of those games they, they should have won where the blame for that may not rest on the quarterback's shoulders at all, but maybe on the head coach's shoulders when all the Auburn flirtation stuff was going on. But um, the quarterback is the most important person on the field, hands down. So, you know, Jackson Dart did an admirable job this year. I thought the Egg Bowl against Mississippi State was probably his best individual performance. He didn't get a lot of help that game, but I really thought I saw improvement from him as the year went on. And basically the storyline was how much more improvement will Jackson do before the 23 season arrives? And all of a sudden that storyline's out the window. You know, Spencer Sanders, I don't think he came to Oxford to play his last season of college eligibility toting a clipboard. He came in to win a job. Walker Howard is a competitive young man with a lot of talent. He's going to be fighting to win a job. So Jackson Dart, yeah, he's got a target on his back right now, but you know, he's got a year's worth of work and experience and you know, we'll see what happens from here, but you know, this is going to be an incredible spring at Ole Miss and I don't know that we'll get the answer that we're hoping for in the spring where one of these three guys wins the job. Last year, Lane was very good about carrying the battle over into fall camp, even into the season a little bit before finally settling on Jackson Dart. Will that be the case this year? I don't know. Will If Dart loses the job, will he have enough foresight to go, I'm going to lose this job? Why, why stay here this season? Or Spencer Sanders being a graduate transfer, does he stick around if he comes out of spring and doesn't like where he is? Lots of stuff can happen, and uh, this is where we're at here in Oxford. Yeah, so many crazy storylines surrounding the Ole Miss quarterback position. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to look at the future of this room in Oxford. Keep it locked in. You're listening to the College Football Daily. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Back here on the College Football Daily, Lance Glenn joined by David Johnson of 24-7 Sports inside the Rebels covering Ole Miss. So Jackson Dart, Spencer Sanders, and Walker Howard make up the Ole Miss quarterback room. I want to take Walker out of it for right now because he has a bunch more years left of eligibility, and so does Dart. But just with Sanders and Dart, Sanders, you mentioned before, on his last season. So based on who wins the job, whether it's Dart or Sanders, what do you think happens to the other? I mean, I know you just mentioned before, maybe one of the mentors the portal could we see that come into play in in the next window, you know, based on how the spring kind of goes? Yeah, I I think you could possibly. I I don't think you can rule that out. I I mean, I I don't think it was an accident that Spencer Sanders committed to Ole Miss the day after the portal closed. You know, maybe that's being a little bit, uh, I, I don't know, damning of this whole process, but that's when he committed, you know, after the portal closed. And, you know, there's no doubt dark could go anywhere. So he's here for the spring. It's just going to be interesting. I, I I don't know. I don't know what these kids are going to do, what's in their minds, but you know, there would be other opportunities out there for either one of them, no doubt. And, and let's bring Howard back into this now. Uh, how does he fit into the equation? You know, obviously, like I said, only just had his freshman season, uh, took a red shirt. So he has, has multiple, I think four years of eligibility left at this point. Where does he fit into the equation, both this coming season and beyond? Yeah, I think he's the quarterback of the future. I really do. I think that's what he was brought in here to be. Darton Sanders could very well be the the two battling it out. I, I think Walker Howard could be the number two quarterback in 23 if one of these guys decides to leave. You know, so so yeah, I think he's a quarterback of the future. I don't think there are a lot of expectations, at least not from the fan base, for Walker Howard to come in here and be the starter in 23. But I think in 24 and beyond, I think he's your guy. Yeah, I would I would definitely think so. And and it makes sense to again bring him in um and bring Sanders in at the same time. Cause you gotta think obviously Howard needs a, a little bit more seasoning, especially coming into a new offense, obviously transferring over from LSU. So David, a couple more before I let you go. Does this kind of answer the question? Because I was always looking at Ole Miss, right? Obviously a high powered offense, Lane Kiffin, an offensive guy. They ended up not taking a quarterback in twenty twenty three. Had one committed at one point. They were obviously after Jaden Rashada back before he committed mm-hmm. to Florida. Now obviously of course he's still on the market. Market, but I assume Ole Miss is not going to re-enter that race. But does this kind of all make sense now as to why they didn't take a quarterback in 2023? Now bringing over these two transfers and and one in Howard that you just said looks to be the guy of the future for the Rebels. Yeah, actually, they were set to take a quarterback in 23 in Marcel Reed, who flipped out of the class to Texas A&M just a couple of days before signing day. And I think that's kind of what created this portal approach, if you will, is, oh my goodness, we have got to go get a quarterback. And they ended up getting two more quarterbacks. And man, again, I can't wait for spring ball because, and you know, we'll get a lot of coach speak from, from 
everyone as to who's winning the battle, who looked better. It's too close to call. Probably pretty much the same things we went through with Jackson Dart and Luke Altmeyer. But I think we'll get a feeling as to who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, you know, the design of all that, I think, is to keep the, the, the players guessing. Maybe I'm in the lead. Maybe he's in the lead. But um, just can't wait. We're only a few weeks away, if you can believe it, from uh, starting spring ball. Yeah, it's crazy. The college football calendar, I mean, obviously the season just ended with Georgia winning the national title, but college football calendar when it comes to spring ball and obviously recruiting right after, you know, you have the signing day in February coming up, you have spring ball coming up for for a bunch of teams, uh, then a little bit of a break, but then summer and fall and so on and so forth. And the season is going to be here before we even know it. So David, I'll get you out of here on this one. And obviously a long off season to go, as I just mentioned. And and I would assume Lane Kiffin is not in any rush to name a quarterback, even through the spring. But how do you foresee this kind of battle going? Obviously, based on what we saw last year, this could be something that goes into the season. Just what's your early prediction or your early guess as to what ends up happening at quarterback and what we might see as it gets closer and closer to game one against Mercer in September? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of consternation, that's for sure. You know, and it's not just what Ole Miss decides. I think it's also what Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders decide as well. You know, if one of them does not feel good about where they are after spring ball, what do they do? I mean, because they can get in the portal. You know, it's kind of tricky to forecast this one. Look, Jackson Dart does a lot of stuff well. I, I think he's he's a better runner than he's given credit for. His short to intermediate passing game, I think is pretty good. He struggles a little bit on the long ball with some accuracy. Spencer Sanders, quite a runner, has a great long ball. I'm glad I don't have to make the decision. But the bottom line is, shockingly, after Jackson Dart has a great season, almost throws for 3,000 yards, as you mentioned, he's got to fight for a job for the second year in a row. So uh, I don't know if I want to get in the prediction business on that because – Predicting Lane Kiffin is kind of uh, kind of uh, dicey territory, if you will. But it, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to report on. I know that much. Yeah, you you can never predict Lane Kiffin. You never know what's going to happen. And like you said, one of the quarterbacks, either Jackson Dart or Spencer Sanders, could kind of make the decision for Kiffin if they don't feel and they're not happy with where they're at after spring. They could decide to enter the portal, and boom, there you go. That's your answer as to who is going to be the quarterback for Ole Miss come game one against Mercer, but obviously one of the big storylines to watch heading into these next few months, Spencer Sanders, Walker Howard come in. They're, of course, trying to unseat incumbent starter Jackson Dart. David, thanks so much for joining me. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, and of course, head on over to the 24-7 Sports YouTube page and hit that subscribe button as well. So for David Johnson, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks so much for listening to the College Football Daily. Bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.